in, 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 in its saving power. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Lord, yeah, Lord. Lord, I want to live for thee. Come now. Lord, Ah, uh-huh. 
Exodus chapter 14. Exodus chapter 14. Very familiar text. I'm going to begin reading at verse 10. <clears throat> These are the words that you find. And when Pharaoh drew nigh, the children of Israel lifted up their eyes. And behold, the Egyptians marched after them. And they were so afraid. And the children of Israel cried out unto the Lord. And they say unto Moses, because there were no graves in Egypt, Hast thou taken away, have taken us away to die in the wilderness? Wherefore hast thou dealt thus with us to carry us forth out of Egypt? Is not the word that we did tell thee in Egypt, saying, Let us alone, that we may serve the Egyptians? For it had been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. And Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show you today. For the Egyptians whom you have seen today, ye shall see them again no more forever. The Lord shall fight for you, and ye shall hold your peace. Stand still. And see the salvation of the Lord. Stand still. Don't you do a thing. Just stand still. And see the salvation of the Lord. That's what I want just for a few minutes. I want to explain. I want to talk to you about the salvation of the Lord. What is 
salvation. We, we know that it is a word that we always hear around the church. It's a word that makes people shout and rejoice, but we really don't spend a lot of time trying to understand and explain what salvation is. One songwriter came right out, it came right out, right out and admitted it. That songwriter said, something happened. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's something within me that I can't explain. All I know is that there is something within. That same songwriter went on to say, something happened, and now I know. He touched me, and he made me whole. But what is it? What is this salvation? What is it? We, we can do, yeah, yeah, as we have learned to do, what, what, what we, we can do, we, yeah, we, we can, we, 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 as, as we try to figure it out, we've learned to run to the dictionary and we pull out the dictionary and if you do that, you'll find that there are some definitions. But somehow the definition that I find in the dictionary rings a little hollow when it comes to what, rare, what salvation really is. The dictionary will tell you that salvation is the act of saving, protecting from harm, risk, loss, or destruction. That's a pretty good definition. That's a dictionary definition. The dictionary will tell you that salvation is the state of being saved or protected from harm. That's a pretty good dictionary definition. And these are definitions, they're good definitions, but they don't particularly move my spirit. Are y'all hearing me? You see, the truth is, according to the dictionary definition, the police can protect me from harm. Are y'all hearing this? Insurance can protect me from risk and loss. Are y'all hearing me? The right investments can keep me from destruction. The right dictionary, are y'all hearing me? The right dictionary will even give a theological, read it. You get to find a good dictionary. It will even give you a theological meaning for salvation. That dictionary will say that salvation is deliverance from the power and penalty of sin. That's from the dictionary. But somehow, brothers and sisters, reading it out of dictionary doesn't move me. Y'all hearing me? Somehow reading it out of the dictionary is not a de enough detail, not from the dictionary. But when I pick up the word of God and it tells me that deliverance comes from a price that was paid. And then it tells me what the price was paid and who paid that. Are y'all hearing me? And who paid that price when I read it out of this book. It sets my soul on fire deep down in my soul. So for, for, for the Bible puts salvation in its proper perspective. The Bible tells us about not just salvation, but the salvation of the Lord. And here in this 14th chapter of Exodus, Moses gives us a clear view of the salvation of the Lord. And we also see why the mention of it, the mention of salvation ought to set our souls on fire. See, we won't go through all, all the details this morning. We, we, we are, we, 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 those who have been around and those who have been in Sunday school and those who have not, I urge you to get in study. So we don't go through all the details, but here are the high spots. The people of God were in bondage. They were in slavery. 
there in Egypt. They were in bondage for 400 years under the rule of Pharaoh who refused to let them go. God raised up a leader by the name of Moses and his purpose and his whole mission was to deliver the people of God. Even after God sent plague after plague upon the land to show his power, you remember the story, Pharaoh still would not let the people go. But finally, God got his attention. He got his attention by sending a plague of death throughout the land of Egypt and it killed all of the firstborn of Egypt. It was then that Pharaoh realized that he had no power. He realized he had no power over this God of Israel and it was at this point that he let the people go. But then, soon after releasing them, his heart was hardened. You know, you remember this story. His heart was hardened, and he decided to send his army to chase after the children of Israel. When he found them, when he found them, by the time he found them, they had reached the Red Sea. And it seemed like they were trapped with nowhere to run, the Red Sea in front and mountains on both sides. Listen at him say, I got them now. As they approached the people, as they approached, as they looked back, they saw that the army was coming. They saw Pharaoh's army on the com coming at them. They began to grumble and they began to complain to Moses. But listen at Moses. Listen at his response. Fear not, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show you today. Now, now here is salvation. This is what salvation is. Salvation is God doing for you what you can't do for yourself. That's salvation. Here is salvation. Salvation is God making a way out of no way. Are y'all hearing me? Oh, he opened up the sea and they went across, made a way out of no way, opened up the sea and they went across on dry Land here is salvation. Their enemies were destroyed in the same sea that opened up and saved them. Here is salvation. I'll point out three things about salvation of the Lord. We'll go home. Those who are at home, we'll be through. Number one, the salvation of the Lord does not need or require you and I to do anything. That's number one. If it's real salvation, you ain't got to do a thing. If it's real salvation, you and I are not required to do anything. Look at it. Here it is right here in the text. Stand still. Do nothing. Don't move a finger. Do absolutely nothing. Are y'all hearing me? There is a message in there. And the message is this. God is getting ready to do something and he does not need your help to get it done. Somebody ought to shout. Somebody ought to be ready to turn it over to him right now. He's going to work it out, but he does not need you in his way. Stand still. And there's a reason. There's a reason why he does it that way. And the reason why he does it that way is so that once you are delivered, you won't go around bragging about what you did. 
so that once you are delivered, you won't go around with your chest out talking about what you had to help God do. He explains, he explains why he, he, he does it like that. Verse 17, he says, when I do it like that, when I step in and when I snatch you out of an impossible situation, when I do for you what you can't do for yourself, I'll be honored. I'll get the honor. Y'all hear me? When I do it like that, then I get the, oh, my brothers and my sisters. Could it be that the situation that you are in right now, oh, y'all hear me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Could it be that the situation you're in are, or the situation that you just came out of, or the one that you are on your way into? Yeah, could it be that God is just putting himself in a position to receive some honor? I just said something right there. Could it be that, 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 that thing that kept you up last night, that, that, that thing that causes you to, to just stay awake and, and this worry in you right now, could it be that God is setting you up setting himself up to receive some honor. So that when you come out, and you will come out, so that when you come out, you will come out with a testimony. Not a testimony about what you did, but a testimony about what God did for you that you couldn't do for yourself. Maybe you'll come out with a testimony that will honor God, but don't miss verse 18. Not only will I get honor from you, but Pharaoh will also know that I am the Lord. Pharaoh will also know that I am worthy of honor. Y'all hearing this? Your enemies, the ones who were coming to kill you, the ones who thought they had you bound, the one who meant to do you harm. Note, read it closely. He didn't say that your enemy will give me honor. He says, I'll get it. <laughs> He didn't say your enemy is going to give me honor, but he says, I will get honor. Let me, let me translate that. God will bless you so much that even the folk who don't like you will have to acknowledge your God. Yeah. I wonder if I got a witness up in here. Number one, that was number one. Number two, salvation of the Lord releases you from your past. Look at verse 13. Look at verse 13. Or the Egyptians that you have seen today, you shall see them again no more. And it's almost like he thought y'all might not get that. You'll see them no more forever. <laughs> He's releasing you from, are oh, y'all hear me? Don't, don't miss that now. Moses says, I, 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 I want you. He, he says to Moses, he says to Moses, Moses, I want you to get one last look at these. Y'all listen to me close. Get one last look at these Egyptians. Get one last look at those who are abusing you. Those who talked about you. Those who despise you. Those who wounded you. Those who mistreated you. Get one last look. <laughs> Get one last look at these. Y'all hear me. As I show you my salvation. He says, I want you to get one last look 
at what is behind you. Why? Because you will see them no more forever. Get one more look at them. Because you will see them no more forever. Now let me bless somebody. Let me bless somebody here. And we've all had to deal. Be honest. We've all had to deal with some show enough Egyptians. Especially in these last few years, Egyptians. <laughs> Corrupt leadership. Egyptians. Sickness and disease. Egyptians. Death all around us. Egyptians. Mass shootings. Egyptians. A rise in racism. Egyptians, unemployment, pain. Egyptians, heartache, despair, disappointment. Egyptians, God said, get one last look. <laughs> Y'all ain't hearing me. Somebody ought to be shouting over here. He says, get one last look. I know it's been on the news every day. I know every time it's on a 24-hour news cycle. Uh, but don't you watch. You get one last look. Don't misread it. Don't misread it. Somebody shouting over something that you ain't quite got it yet. Now, not, not that you won't ever see any more Egyptians. You won't see them. <laughs> y'all hear y'all ain't hearing this, huh? Yeah, not not that ain't some more out there waiting. But it says, you see, you look at them because you won't see them. I, I want to submit to you today that there's always going to be some more Egyptians. Let's just be honest. There's always going to be some more Egyptians. But when they pop up, you ought to remember what God did to them, y'all ain't hearing me. When them in front of you, you ought to remember what God did to them. You ought to learn how to trust Him. There's something inside of you ought to say, "If He did it before, anybody want to shout? If He did it before, He'll do it. He'll do it again." Now, enough of them. Number three, the salvation of the Lord right out of the text requires us to move forward. It's right there in the text. Requires us to move forward. Oh, nobody care nothing about your past, but you and the devil. <laughs> Y'all ain't hearing me. You be mindful of folk who always want to talk about what you used to be and not what you're going to be. Are y'all hearing me? The salvation of the Lord requires us to move forward. Text closes. With command of God, tell the people to go forward. Are y'all hearing me? And that's where I want to leave you this morning. That's where I want to leave you this morning going forward. Don't let the bondage of the past destroy the promise of your future. Move forward. Your future is greater than your past. Go forward. There is a brighter day ahead. Move forward. Paul said it like this, forgetting those things which are behind me. I press toward the mark 
of the high calling which is in Christ Jesus. All he's saying is go forward. What he's saying is the best is yet to come. Our four parents said it better than we ever could. They say, I believe I'll run on. Y'all ain't hearing me. I believe I'll run on and see what the end will be. There is something at the end that's waiting for me. I can't stop now because my reward is at the end. I'm through now. But before I sit down, let me go in to my sanctified imagination. We've gone through the text. But now let me go into my mind's eye. I can hear Moses saying, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. He's saying to the people, I want you to look this time. He's saying to the people, I don't want you to miss it this time. You see, Moses saying to them, this is not the first time that we've seen the salvation of the Lord. Let me show it to you. Just the other night, Moses says to them, just the other night, when God released the death angel to destroy the firstborn in every household, I know we missed it the other night. We were so busy eating and we were so busy hiding in the house. But God's salvation was on display. You just missed it the first time. Yeah. After all of that death and after all of that destruction. You remember just the other night, all of the death and all of the destruction. Uh, you and I, we came out safe. And the reason why we came out safe is because of the salvation of the Lord. Are y'all hearing me? We missed it the first time, but I want you to know that just the other night uh, when we were hiding behind the door, yeah, we saw the salvation of the Lord. The blood of an unblemished lamb was placed on the doorposts of all of everybody's house. And his word to us was, when I see the blood, I'm going somewhere. His word to us was, when I see the blood, I will pass over you. And all of us were saved by the blood of the Lamb. I'm through now, but I know, yes, it was the blood. I know it was the blood. I know it was the blood that saved me one day when I was lost. He died upon the cross. I know it was the blood for me the blood that Jesus shed for me way back on Calvary the blood that gives me strength from day to day it will never it will never oh, yes it will never it will never lose its power. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. You know what we'll be celebrating here in a minute? We'll be celebrating the salvation of the Lord. I know it was the blood. I, I know, I know. We, we, we've come up, we've got all kinds of songs. And 
all of them are hitting the charts, all kinds of stuff, but somehow just can't help but go back <laughs> to what them old folk were singing. They were singing out of experience. They were singing what they know. I know it was the blood. I know it was the blood that saved me. One day when I was lost, died upon the cross, I know. Yeah, I know it was the blood. I know it was the blood I know it was the blood for me oh, one day yeah, he died upon the cross and I know it was the blood for me my Lord they crucified my Lord oh they crucified my Lord for me oh, one day when I was lost yeah, he died upon the cross yeah, yeah, yeah. was the blood for me yeah. the blood came streaming down oh, the blood yeah, yeah. the blood came streaming down for me oh, one day when I was lost yeah he Upon the cross, yeah, I know, yeah, yeah, for me. Oh, he hung his head and died. Oh, he hung his head and died for me. They laid him in upon the cross and I know it was the blood for me ah, he's coming back again he's 
he's coming. Yeah, he's coming back again for me. Oh, one day when I was lost, yes, he died upon the cross, and I know it was the blood for me. I know it was the blood. I know it was the blood for me. Oh, one day when I was alone, Jesus died. And I know it was. We come to invite you to understand that the blood of Jesus still works. That even in this very hour, the blood of Jesus will save you from your sins. And you ought to thank God that it's a saving blood. It'll save you from whatever you are dealing with. All you have to do is plunge into that blood and it'll remove every guilty stain. We invite you this morning, not only those in the building, but those who may be with us virtually to give your life to Jesus. If you believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth that God has raised him from the dead, the Bible declares that you shall be saved. If there's anybody here that's saved by the very same thing, you ought to thank God. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. If you are saved today in the building, you can just come and stand here in front of us. And if you are saved there, we'll give you an opportunity to do it with our church staff and office. Come on, somebody. I know it was the blood. Oh, he's coming back again. Come on, somebody. He's coming back give your life to jesus he's coming back again for me come on somebody oh one day when jesus died you may be seated i know it was his holy name why don't we just bless his holy name thank God for the blood thank God for his word and we thank him for his saving power salvation is ours cause of the blood of the Lamb. God bless you and God keep you. It's our prayer. Let me just share with you this information before we go into our observance of the Lord's Supper. Tomorrow morning at 11, tomorrow morning at 11, there will be a home, the home going services for Sister Gloria Weatherspoon. Sister Gloria Weatherspoon is indeed one of us call home to glory and we want all who will. That's Sister Gloria right there. Those, those who remember Sister Gloria will know her. And I guess I can say this publicly. This is, these are the sisters we knew as the golden girls. <laughs> three sisters that sit in here sharp as tacks. She's one of those three sisters and we come tomorrow just to be at a final first, uh, earthly farewell to Sister Gloria. So 
We ask you just be in prayer for that family. Uh, be in prayer for them, and then let's serve as well as we can uh, to aid them in going through this period. Pastor Pastor Gail Bush and uh, Reverend Finnis and that Bush family, and they're right here in worship this morning, and it's always wonderful to see folk who will just worship through it. Um, she is now mourning the death of one of her sons, uh, DeAndre, the one that we knew, or the one that I knew as Doobie, uh, went home this week to be with the Lord, and uh, we just want to be there for them. Pastor Bush, and uh, Pastor Bush, one of the things that I've learned since she has been here, she is one that God uses to bring comfort, and she always reaches out her hands to those who are in need of comfort, and so now is the time that we want to do what we can to comfort her. And uh, uh, Reverend Bush, we're praying for you. We're praying with you. There's no easy way to go through this. So we just want you to know that your church family is praying uh, with you. Uh, after the benediction, uh, we want to always, as always, observe our safety rules so that after the benediction, we'll all go out the same door and we will fellowship on the outside. That is what we have become accustomed to doing. Uh, tithe and offering can be left uh, right there as we go outside of the door. We just want to do everything that we can to make everybody safe. Let me solicit your prayers for Sister Janetta Vickers. Sister Janetta uh, is being released from the hospital, I think either today or maybe it was yesterday but today she's been released today she suffered a stroke and has been in the hospital now for quite a while about a month she's going home today so let's just pray for her let's just do what we can to serve her during this period amen god bless you god keep you so good to see faces again slowly but surely god is opening doors so that we can come back together and i Thank you so much for your understanding. Thank you so much for your patience. And thank you for being obedient and uh, allowing us to do this in an orderly, in an orderly fashion. To those who continually and faithfully, faithfully serve to make this possible, let me just thank you. Whatever capacity you serve in, we just thank you. It's time now for us to move now into our period of observance of the Lord's Supper. Heavenly Father, we come this morning to say thank you for all yeah, that you've yeah, done yes. for us, dear Heavenly Father. Thank you for all that you continually to do. Heavenly Father, we thank you for sending your Son, dear Heavenly Father, on behalf to help us, to teach us, and to guide us. We thank you for the blood, his blood, that was shed on Calvary's cross. Thank you, oh, Lord, yeah, for yeah, yes. the resurrection, dear Heavenly Father, born that third day, he rose with all power in his hand. For that we say thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, yes. We ask that you would sing with us, lift your voice, the blood that, that Jesus shed for me. The blood, the blood, the Jesus, Jesus shed, he shed for me, for me, oh, 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 o
and drink ye all of it. And as often as you do this, you do show the Lord's death until he comes. I already celebrated the fact that Jesus is coming back. I praise that when he comes, find his children in remembrance all that he has done for, for us. Again, may God bless you. May God keep you is our prayer. We ask again that when we leave, we will follow guidelines and go out this door and fellowship on the outside. Amen. Amen, amen. Let us stand. God be with you till we meet again. ways to submit your tithe and offering. Online at www.thechurchwithzeal.org give. On Cash App at dollar sign the church with zeal. Via the Givelify app. By mail to Salem Missionary Baptist Church, P.O. Box 817, Lilburn, Georgia 30048 or in person at the church office on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. It's not necessary to wait until Sunday to give. Online, Givelify, Cash App, or mail-in contributions may be submitted on any day of the week. Thank you for your continued support of the ministry at Salem Missionary Baptist Church.